All right, welcome music listeners from all over the world to the second episode of Notify Podcast. On this podcast, we discuss music-related topics, but mostly hip-hop. Today, we got a special guest on this podcast. Now, if you're, you are from hip-hop Twitter, then you are familiar with him. He is the only one, Dobson. Dobson, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, okay, so before we start, like music, anything music, I have to ask you a really important question, okay? All right. How is the weather in the UK right now? You know what you're saying that, but today it's really sunny, but okay. it, but it's also been pouring down with rain at the same time. Oh man, oh, I wish I can say I can relate, but it's so fucking hot in here, man. It's like 32 degrees right now, and it's gonna go up to like 34, 35 today. Like it's 18 degrees now, but it's raining. Okay, that is weird. That it does happen sometimes here, but it's not really that like often. Oh, yeah, the UK weather is just—it's never—it's not good. I mean, look, man. It's at least I think it's probably better than here. Like, I'm literally fucking dying from how hot it is. It's just so fucking bad. That's what I—I—I like, I, I, want to be in the heat. <laughs> I actually prefer the winter, like the colder weather, than hot weather i don't know i just I'm, i just like 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 i just like sitting in my room like hearing the raindrops outside you know yeah yeah i get what you mean i like that but when you live in the uk that's what you get 90 percent of the year so okay, okay. Yeah. so i'm like we live in a hot environment so i just really miss the like rain or shit i don't know uh it's just really bad here that's <laughs> that's the point of that Anyways, so today me and Dobson, uh, if you know us, you already know that we love underground hip-hop. So today, basically, the whole episode is going to be about uh, our favorite underground rappers, like uh, like upcoming projects. We're just going to be talking about underground hip-hop. So if you're a fan of underground hip-hop, you're going to love this episode. Okay, so how about we start talking about the current underground scene? Like, like, the, few, like the last few years, the underground has been dominating like the rap game you know like especially last year with covid and shit like like most mainstream rappers that didn't drop so it was like left like underground rappers just took like the wheel like okay we'll just drop instead you know yeah because a lot of the mainstream artists couldn't drop because obviously a lot of their money is made from tours yeah so the the to release an album they need a tour with it and make the money so a lot of them just didn't release yeah yeah, that's that's true. Uh, and like the underground rappers just came in, like you know, they they don't have. I mean, yeah, they, of course, obviously they get some money from the tours, but they don't get as much as like the mainstream rappers. So I don't really think that's their main source of income, you know. Uh, but the last, like especially last year, there has been some like a lot of great like underground uh, rap albums. Like there was a like Alchemist had two amazing albums, you know, Passive T in China yeah. and Alfredo. Those were two amazing albums. You know, Baldy James, I know you love him so much. He's dominating. <laughs> he dominated last year with his four albums, man. Yeah. He's the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing, man. I'm really looking forward to his upcoming album, man. It's going to be uh, really good. It drops next week, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, I think it drops this week. I think yeah, it drops it'll be on the 13th. Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it drops on the 13th. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, same man. Alchemist is going to fucking kill the production again. And we have an Earl Sweatshirt and Rock Marciano feature, man. I, that's got to be song of the year, surely. 
the band. Like I don't know. Like I don't like I was excited for Earl Sweatshirt alone, but with Rock Marciano, that's gonna be a really interesting combination. I know. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, so the current like I don't know about you, but I feel like this like like this year hasn't been as good as last year, but I feel like the underground is still like has some tricks up its sleeves, you know? But there's a lot of like underground projects that we're expecting this year that might ha- like be album of the year contenders you know like for example we got Brazil that didn't really drop much this year compared to the other years you know yeah Conway's been on fire Conway's released two albums but apart from that there hasn't yeah. been much yeah we got Benny uh, the sequel to what's it called uh, Bugs I Met. Met yeah yeah that was a really good album, like, but oh, EP it was an EP, but there wasn't much. Like Westside Gun has been very quiet. I mean, I know he announced his album uh, a few days ago, but like, Con- like, they usually drop way off more often, you know. Like last year, like Conway dropped three projects. I think. Yes, yeah, three. Yeah, I think it was. Three. Yeah, yeah, he dropped like three projects, uh, and then he dropped one or two I think which he always does but like Westside Gun dropped three or four projects last year as well so this year has been very quiet which I think is a good thing he might just like be taking his time with uh, the next album he's dropping you know yeah that's what I'm hoping for I'm just hoping they're taking their time with it because as much as I like getting consistent projects from them I just want I want Benny's especially Benny I want Benny's next album to be something special I want it. Yeah. Well, it's rumored to be Tanner Talk Four. I think. I just want that to be special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think from the rumors I've heard, and I think uh, he like a while ago he said that when Tanner Talk Four drops, it's going to be a double album with Tanner Talk Five. So I'm not sure if he's still going with that concept or not. But we did see that with Westside Gun, since his next album is going to be a double album, so he might like they might inspire each other to make like the concept of double albums, maybe. Yeah. And I know I'm not sure, but didn't wasn't um, God's Don't Make Mistakes supposed to drop this year, or was that just? I think rumors? I think I think it is meant to, uh, but I think it's gonna be like October time. I think it'll drop like later in the year. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably my most the project I'm most looking forward to this year. Yeah, yeah, same man. I thought it was gonna drop last year, and I was really looking forward to it because I think there was a Drake feature rumored on there, and I was like, okay, I need to hear Conway and Drake going bar to bar. Like that would be amazing, you know? It, yeah, it's such a weird combination. It is. It is a weird combination, but I think they might make it work. I, I, I think they will. Well, obviously, Benny's got a song with Drake as well, uh, but I'm not sure when that'll come out either. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think he has a probably song with all of them, maybe. But like, I don't know. I just really want to like. I want to see how they would like work together. You know, is it gonna be like a Griselda type beat, or is it gonna be more trap kind of beat? You know, I want to see what they're gonna go with. Yeah, know? yeah. Because I really want to hear Drake on like a Griselda type beat, but I don't know if that's gonna work. You know, it just sounds like a really weird concept to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think like. Oh, I don't think Drake would work over like a Darringer beat like, I just don't see it yeah yeah, yeah that's that is a weird combo like I just I don't know I think they'll make it work but I'm not sure how that's gonna go yeah yeah but uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that uh, so we also got Ka dropping later this month I think yes. at the end of the month 
I am really, really excited for uh, Ka to drop, man. He's, I really do believe he's going to probably have another album of the year contender this time, man. Which this is guy doesn't crazy. miss. Uh, I think it'll come on the 27th of this month. I think that's when it'll come. I don't care where it comes. As long as it comes this year, I'll be very happy. Uh, his last album was amazing. And I really want... Like, I love Ka. I remember he drops, it's like, do you always drop some quality shit you know he doesn't rush anything he drops like he never misses he just is incapable of missing you know yeah he's he's, he's a perfectionist you can just tell he, he you can tell he tries to make sure everything is perfect yeah yeah exactly and i don't know do you have any predictions to what could be like because usually like you see like on like honor kill the samurai you know he's like he used the samurai um themes like his next album uses uh, greek mythology and the one yeah. after that used cain and abel so yeah. do you think he has a like a theme for the next album like, do you expect something like what are your expectations like what do you think he's gonna go with this time um i'm not even sure you know I, I i'm wondering whether it will be a concept album yeah. i don't know i don't know whether it will be you know i feel like car this time might not do a concept mm. I don't know, honestly, yeah, I mean, thinking about it, he usually takes two years to drop an album, but this time, he's still only taking a one-year gap. Yeah. So he might just, like, maybe want to show his, like, graphic skills this time, just, like, him going off on, like, his produ- production, you know? Unless it's been in the vault for longer, unless he's had this album for a while longer, uh, which could, which could yeah. obviously be the case. But no, I, I don't know why. I've just got a feeling it won't be centered around a certain theme. I feel like it will be just him showing off his production and his rapping. Yeah, that that could be the case, you know, because it's it'll be way, way easier for him to just do that. Because like, if you have a concept, like not every song is gonna work because like you know, if there's a theme, you have to stick to that theme. But when you don't have a theme or a concept, you can just make anything, you know, like for the most part and just put the songs together you know it's not as strict you know as making a concept album so that might be the case you know and i just can't wait for another car and rock marciano song oh yeah i was about to go to that like i, I was i can't you just can't mention car without mentioning rock marciano you know I've, I've got a question for you who ranks higher all time out of them oh man i uh, i don't like that question <laughs> okay so the thing is I love both so much, and uh, I think you already saw my Rock Marciano agenda on Twitter. Like, yeah. It's been, yeah, yeah, I think you saw it a thousand <laughs> times. Like the thing is, I love Rock Marciano. I still do, but on from the long, like the long run, I kind of see myself enjoying Ka more than Rock, because like Honor Kill the Samurai is probably for me at least top three last decade. You know, I just love yeah. that album so fucking much. And like I don't like I love rock again, but I don't listen to him as much now. Like I still do listen to Carl like almost every week, you know. I always come back to his projects, but I can't really say the same for rock recently, you know. Yeah, I feel the way I feel about it is, I think Rock Marciano has a better feature game, and I feel like that does keep him above Carl. But mm. I feel like if Carl this next album is on the level of a Honor Killed the Samurai or a Descendants of Cain. I feel like if Car drops another project of that level, I reckon he will surpass Rock Marciano. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely. But what if both of them drop like really high quality <laughs> albums? What, what's gonna happen then? I don't know. They're so close together. It's it's hard. Even like even if we're not talking about rapping, even production wise, they're both as good as each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I agree. It's it's hard to separate them. Like for me, I guess Kaat is more poetic with his music. Like, like I feel like Rock Marciano's music is more like you know to jam to. Like, oh, I want to work out. Let me put on some Rock Marciano. I'm in the car sometimes. I play Rock Marciano when I'm alone. You know, it's just like normal music. But I feel like Kaat's music has a certain like mood to listen to. Like I listen to Kaat mostly at night. Like. The the vibe he just brings, like uh, like these like a knife, for example, is just way different than what Car brings. It's kind of like weird comparing them, but they always work together and they always sound amazing together, which is why we're comparing them right now. Yeah, but they just I don't know, man. They, I don't know how they work together so well. They just have really good chemistry. Yeah, I've said I've said it before. Honor Killed the Samurai is the best nighttime album like ever made i don't think anything even comes close to it i can that album is like perfect for helping me sleep oh yeah yeah i agree yeah that album is just like it hits different in night like at night it just hits completely different you know yeah the thing yeah so the thing is like with the thing that surprised me is that they both have different production styles but when they do work together like the production fits somehow you know like you don't expect like a car beat to work with rock marciano or the other way around but it somehow works they managed to make it work the thing is with marcy i think marcy could rap over trap beats easily i think he's just talented enough to rap over any beat i think rock marciano is that good yeah Okay, so I have another question for you. I think I asked this once on Twitter, but I want to see what's your like, direct answer from you. Okay, so if you had the choice, which would you pick? Would you pick a fully produced Rock Marciano car album, or would you take a fully produced car album like with uh, Rock Marciano rapping over the beats? Which one do you think would be better? <sighs> That's such a hard question. Now, yeah. if we look at how good Stove God Cook's album was last year, a reasonable drought produced by yeah. Marciano. That really makes me like intrigued to see Car over Marcy production. However, I think I'm gonna take Rock Marciano rapping over Car beats, especially if it's got like um like the mythology samples and stuff. Just imagine Rock Marciano rapping over a full album like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, the thing is, like, I feel like Ka works best on his own beats. So I don't know if, like, Rock Marciano beats would fit Ka's vibe, you know? Yeah, but I exactly. I the opposite for uh, Rock Marciano because we've seen him on the feature last year on Descendants of Cain, and his feature was amazing. You know, he flew, like, he rapped, he flew over that beat, man. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was easy top five features last year I don't oh yeah for easy. sure for sure man that feature was amazing like i was listening to the album that like few like a week ago and i forgot about that feature you know and i put the song on I'm like okay this sample song is fucking amazing and i hear rock marciano rap over it and i'm like okay what the fuck how did i forget that this existed <laughs> you know it's just so good like he just flew on that beat it was so smooth and the, the everything about it was just so good 
now now that I'm thinking about it, I think the only other feature I'd take over Marcy on Sins of the Father is Method Man on Lemon. Okay. I think, I think that's the only feature that's better than it last year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Method Man Lemon was amazing. He killed it as well. I don't know what my about my favorite feature from last year is, but there are a few contenders. Oh, wait, actually, I think I do. I think my favorite was probably uh, Black Thought on Momentum. I think that that feature was amazing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that song. Man, Black Thought's uh, like uh, like his feature on last year is still so damn underrated. Man, he rapped over so many songs and he killed every single one of them. Yeah, he's he just never never stops, does he? No, we know. Like, like that was. One was insane, man. You had him on momentum. You had him on, uh, I think, a song called something Father with uh, Royce the Five Nine. I don't know if you heard that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song was amazing. He, both of them killed it. You know, Black Thought. Like, if someone told me that Black Thought has top three, like his features from last, he has like the top three, like features from last year. I would not like. Okay, yeah, I don't necessarily agree, but you have a point. You know, he did not miss last year. He is the most consistent rapper of all time. So. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Yeah, like, he's already proven it. And I don't know if you heard his uh, EPs and his album last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. I don't know. I didn't see them talked about much, but they're all amazing. I love them so much. I, I uh, think. Um, I think his album from last year has ended up quite underrated. Honestly, I, I think. Oh, it's yeah. a, I think it's a great album. Yeah. They. No one ever talks about it on Twitter. Like I never see. Like I saw him being mentioned once or twice when it came out, but yeah, no one yeah. ever mentioned it after. Uh, actually, talking about Black Thought, I don't know why no one talks about this, but I think he confirmed last year that there's another two or three more stream of thoughts coming like like this year, and he said he has a collab with um, Danger Mouse. I think his name was really. I've yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said it on an interview once, but I've never seen anyone talk about it. Like, no one. Well, which is really weird. I knew, I've heard that there's another Roots album coming soon, but I've, no, I've never heard about the Danger Mouse album. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like he's, like he's producing the whole thing, you know? And I'm not sure if I can find the interview, but I, my brother told me about it, and I was like, okay, why is no one talking about this? Are you sure this is real? He's like, yeah, yeah, it is real. And he showed me the article, and I'm like, okay, damn, like this is actually happening. And he also confirmed, like, way before the Roots did, like, that the, another Roots album was coming soon. And obviously, a few months later, we saw the Roots teasing it, and it still didn't come out But by the time of this recording. But he did say that another Roots album is on the way. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, same. But I don't know why they just—they're not talking about it. So maybe it's not. Maybe by the end of the year, or maybe next year. Yeah, Who knows? I'm, th- I'm thinking next year it'll probably probably release next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it does. You know, I I think we we all need a new Roots album, man. Like imagine a new another Roots album on the level of we got it from here or something like their last oh, album. No. Like, imagine that being the final album and they drop a classic like the Tribe Called Quest did. Yeah, do you know what's scary to me? And yeah, and Black Thought is somehow getting better with age. Yeah, yeah, that is that is just like that doesn't make any sense. He's still getting better, and that is just insane, man. Like especially when you look at his older uh, work compared to now, it's like it's not even the same person, you know. I know he's crazy. He's insane, man. Like 
This man, I do believe. I don't know where you have him right now on your like top ten list, but I do believe with more projects like solo projects and maybe with the Danger Mouse album, another Roots album, I can definitely see him at least being top three for me. He is third for me. Okay, so I don't know where I personally have him right now because my list keeps changing because like it's between him and Andre. Like I always keep switching them up. Because I don't know where, who I prefer, like Andre or Black Thought. Because the thing is, I kind of prefer Andre more, uh, like as a rapper and like, uh, group work. But I don't like I the like, Black Thought is just way more consistent, and he has a like bigger catalog, you know, with yeah. his EPs and yeah. the album he dropped and his features, you know. And I do think that Andre is a slightly better feature rapper because like his highs are better. But he's not as consistent, let's say, as Black Thought, you know. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do as many features either. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the thing. I didn't mean like as consistent. I mean like he doesn't do. He doesn't have the catalog to back yeah. up, like back him up like Black Thought does, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm really looking for more Black Thought, more Roots album. That's gonna be amazing, man. So another album, since we mentioned it earlier, that's also gonna be coming hopefully later this year is another Stove God Cook album, produced by Rock Marciano. And there's a rumor. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently uh, West Side Gun is curating the album this time, because he posted I think a picture on Instagram, like like announcing the album and saying that he's uh, like working on it as well, but then he deleted it. So I'm not sure if he's still gonna be working on it. But if he is, man. I I don't know, but this is gonna be another album of contender in my opinion. Well, if if Gun is curating it, then that is it's gonna be something special, especially if Gun gets the features on it, because we all know Westside Gun's got contacts. He knows people in the industry. Yeah. Imagine if he puts together the feature list on this Stove God Cooks album. It'd be amazing. Man. Man, like I didn't think like his debut was so good, and I was getting worried. Like, will he even be able to top this off? But with Westside Gun and another Rock Marciano production, like he might actually be able to top it. You know, I can definitely see that. You know, what? before last year, I I don't even know. I don't even still now. I don't even know who Stove God Cooks is. Like, I know nothing about him. Do you? Do you know who he is? I have no clue. I honestly don't even see anyone mention. Like I've, not, I, I don't even know his Twitter account. I don't. I never see him. Yeah. Like it, ever. It, it's like he's so mysterious. Actually, now that I think about it, it literally I felt like think... he came from nowhere. Oh yeah. No way. Actually, I think he was featured on uh, a Mark Marcy album, but I don't know. I forgot which one it was. I think he was like on a feature or two. Oh like, yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I've seen him before that. Yeah, like I, I, before, and obviously he ended up getting appearances on Fly God. Fly God is an awesome god too. Um, yeah. But I still know nothing about him. I, I, I don't know where he's from. Who he is. Another thing about I don't even think I know how he looks like. Like other than that picture, I don't even know if that's him or not. But I don't think I've even seen pictures of him before. Yeah, I've, I've I don't know what he looks like either. Yeah, that is just weird, man. I don't know. This guy, he kind of like, maybe has like a villainous origin story like MF Doom and he just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like maybe he had another persona a few years ago. Possibly. And then he just, yeah, I mean, you, you don't know what could happen. Like it happened with MF Doom. So 
it could happen again you know like maybe he had a different persona like a few years ago he's making music for a really long time but he was super underground until he met Rock Marciano and he started yeah. popping on his beats you know that could be a case we're probably stretching like this is probably a stretch but who knows who knows man so back to the Stove God album who do you if you can like pick five features okay on his next album who would you pick alright oh god Um, I'm gonna go obviously Rock Marciano but as an actual creature Rome Street okay Uh, I wanna say Conway yeah I think Conway would would sound amazing with him on a Rock Marciano beat Sky Zoo okay okay I love this lineup man and Droog Okay. Oh yeah, that's that. That sounds like a solid fucking lineup, man. Okay, so if I had to choose five features, I don't know. Like, I want to say Cobb, but I don't know if they're gonna work together well or not. Because like, we kind of bring different energies to the table, you know. But I really want to see them work together at some point. I don't know why. I just want to see them together. Uh, I'd also want to hear Conway on with him because I feel like they'd have great chemistry together. Uh, obviously Rock Marciano I need to top on his beats man <laughs> he sounds I don't think anyone sounds better than Rock Marciano on his own beats you know he has to be there he has to have a feature um maybe Mock can hop on there oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he'd sound great I mean we already heard him on Rock Marciano beats before I think he'd just sound even better there and okay so I don't know if that's if this is legal to say but I kind of want to see MF Doom or maybe um Sean Price I, yeah I was gonna say Sean Price um, if, if there's a posthumous verse out there then yeah I'd like to see that yeah that would be amazing man like Sean Price I feel like he and Stove God would have really good like, chemistry with a Rock Marciano beat like I don't think you can ask for more than that yeah it would be perfect yeah it would be amazing and speaking of Sean Price I don't know if you saw on Twitter but today marks six years since uh, we lost Sean Price which yes, is uh, really sad that. man like he's a he's a hip like underground legend like you can't even take away that, that, that from him like he's a certified legend man his album Sarvi is amazing uh, his delivery is top tier he just brings this energy that you don't find everywhere on his uh, music you know yeah, he's got an energy like no other. Um, I'd say he's without a doubt like top three underground rappers of all time. He's a legend. And like you said there, I, d- I can't think of another rapper with the same energy that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, his energy is just unmatched, man. Like, the only rapper, like, the closest one I can think of that kind of matches energy is uh, probably Ghostface, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I hope people don't fucking crucify me for saying comparing him to Ghostface, but I do think that their energies are very similar, you know? Like, I feel yeah. like they do bring somewhat similar vibes to the track. Yeah, they're both very charismatic. Yeah, yeah, they, they definitely are. That, like, that's something that's kind of missing sometimes, like, from some rappers today. Like, the charisma. They, I feel like a lot of rappers kind of lack that. But with Sean Price, for example, like, you can feel his charisma through the track, you know? You can you can just feel it, you know? I don't know how to explain it, but it's just there, you know? Yeah, and not many rappers have made me laugh as many times as Sean Price has. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, Sean Price is is amazing, man. Definitely, definitely a legend in the underground scene. Yeah, like you just can't deny that. It's undeniable. Okay, so, okay, so since you mentioned him being top three underground, I kind of want to see who you have in your top five underground now, because you got to be kind of curious on that. <laughs> right. So I think. And I think we'll both agree on this. I think without a doubt, number one is Doom. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone even comes close to Doom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, you can't deny that. Like, like uh, the closest I can think of might be Rock Marciano, but even Rock isn't, like, really close to Doom at all. But exactly. he's, like, the closest person I can think of. Right, so I'll go Doom. I'm gonna say Pharaoh Monk I think is in my okay. top five. Um Okay. I'm gonna say blue. Okay, that's interesting. And I see I'm thinking obviously not off rapping ability, but I think West Side Gun has a case for being top five already. Just based on his discography. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so I think I'm gonna go Westside Gun, and then for fifth spot, I think it's between a lot of people. I think it's between like Marciano, Carr, Billy Woods, Conway. Obviously, Sean Price is up there. Yeah, yeah. So since you mentioned Westside Gun, like maybe he's not. Like the best when it comes to rapping ability, but I feel like when it's all said and done, like his impact on underground and hip hop in general is gonna be like huge, man. Like he's already working with some of the biggest hip hop artists, like Travis Scott. Like I think you heard that clip that they posted yeah. once, and he's like he got a song with Kanye now, which is also insane. To think about. Uh, I think that Westside Gun really deserves a spot. You know, I feel like by the end of it, he's gonna be. A- I don't know, it's between him and Conway, like, who will rank higher, but, like, Con- like Westside Gun has the discography to back him up. I mean, West- Conway does have a discography at, like, to back him up as well, but it's not as, as good as uh, Westside Gun's. But then again, like, Conway has the feature game, and he has, like, his rapping ability, which puts exactly. him above, I guess, Westside Gun. Yeah, uh, it's just Westside Gun's discography is just, it's a different level. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, for me, at least, I think he has two albums in Griselda's top three, which says a lot about his discography. Yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably agree with that as well. Like I think I don't. I, I'd even go to, as far to say as Fly God is might be the best Griselda album yet. I think it is. That it's also for me personally a top twenty album ever. I, lo- I love Fly God so much. Yeah. I used to have Supreme Blind Tell over it, but then like a while ago, I came back to Fly God and I was like, okay, this album is amazing, man. I definitely deserve to rank higher. And like the features, the production, like the beats, everything is just so fucking good, man. Like that's what he does best is he knows how to make an album, you know? He knows which features to choose. He knows which beats to pick. Like that's something like that. The, the other like the other members in Griselda that don't have like this they can they can make they can make good albums but they're not as good as West Side Guns you know they're not as polished and like he has an ear for beats like that is unmatched by his other peers you know exactly like if you look at 
Benny and Conway, their albums don't flow together the same. It's yeah. not like... However, I will say, from King to a God, I'd say that is up there with the best put-together Griselda albums. I feel like from King to a God flows perfectly from front to finish. I think yeah. that that's up there with um, the best put-together Griselda albums. But, yeah, like you said, West Side Gun is just... He's got an ear for beats like no one else in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... So other than Griselda, who do you think is like dominating the underground right now? Like not just specifically this year, but in general, like the last few years. Who do you see like other than the basic picks like Griselda, Rock Marciano, all these people? Who do you think like there's is there like a specific underground rapper that you think like is is doing really well for himself and he's uh, you can see him being mentioned with these greats at some point? So there's three three people that I think have dominated the past two years. And uh, on and uh, on the way to becoming like a, a true legend, so I think Rome Street is up there with the best best rappers alive at the moment, especially this year. I think oh, yeah. he's I think he's one hundred percent the twenty twenty one MVP. I don't I can't see anyone even close to him at the moment. Yeah, that's undeniable, man. The man has dropped three quality projects, and he's still not even done yet. This is crazy to think about. Ransom. Okay, okay, I like this. Even though, say, did you listen to Heavy Is The Head? Yeah, I did. I'm not a huge fan of that album, but I still okay. think over the past two years, I still think he's been one of the best, especially in 2020, dominated 2020. Okay, fact, yeah, yeah. He... Go on. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like yeah, I agree with you because like he dropped like four projects and all of them were amazing, especially Director Scott. Like that that second one, I think it was. That one was amazing. I I think it landed in my top ten like from hip hop albums last year. So yeah. good. Him and Nicholas Craven together is just it's, yeah, they work so well together. And finally, yeah. this is someone who I who I think will be a top 20 rapper of all time when it's all said and done in years to come like decades I think Navy Blue is just he's crazy okay yeah I definitely see the potential there his uh, did you hear his album that dropped this year yeah Navy's Reprise yeah 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 that yeah, album's great it's so good yeah I think I have it in my I think somewhere in my top 10 like all genres this year yeah, it's in my top 10 too. Yeah, yeah, that album is uh, great. And he's really off to a great start with his three albums, man. Like, that. Like you know what? Something I guess that no one kind of talks about. You know what? I don't know why. Like, after um, Alchemist EP dropped this year, the thing of ours, I really want to see more uh, Earl Sweatshirt, Navy Blue, and Alchemist uh, collabs, man. I don't know why. Like, like when I first heard it, like I kind of like they just the chemistry between Earl Sweatshirt and Navy Blue is just so good. Like I already heard them on some rap songs, but this feature, like this this song, just they just flow so well together, you know? Yeah, that they're a really good duo, and honestly, I see them working together for years. Imagine, imagine a whole. I've got a question for you here. Would okay. you rather a fully produced? 
navy blue album from Al Sweatshirt or a fully produced Al Sweatshirt album from Navy Blue? Okay, fuck. I didn't think about this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, okay, I don't expect that, honestly. I never even thought about that now that you mentioned it. I don't know, man. Like, their production styles are kind of similar in a way. Actually, no, I think I'd take uh, Navy Blue production or like uh, over a uh, Navy Blue production. Yeah. I, I like, like, both of them have great production styles and I kind of see, like, I don't think they're like exactly the same, but I kind of sometimes do feel like they they bring us like uh like same vibe in a way yeah and i as a rapper i prefer earl sweatshirt over um, native blue so i'd rather get a earl sweatshirt album produced by native blue yeah i'd prefer that too i feel like earl sweatshirt's production is a lot darker at times so it'd be nice to hear earl over like these more up tempo beats from Navy Blue with obviously the loop samples. I'd love to hear L rap over them. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. And speaking of Earl Sweatshirt, you know, I just, I just thought of something that I've never thought about before. I never realized is I really need more um, Earl Sweatshirt produced albums. Like the only thing with Mark was, in my opinion, like these top four Mark. You know. It's just so good. I want to see more of that. I want to see yeah. him like behind the board, like producing, you know, for other people. He's so good at producing, and obviously, it wasn't just him, but he's helped a lot in the underground scene with the production. His production style is used a lot now. If you look at yeah. the underground scene, yeah, it's just not just his production, but overall his style. I kind of like you can see a lot of people like they are very like it's so obvious that they're inspired by Earl Sweatshirt and over the long run I can see him being one of the most influential underground rappers you know oh yeah for sure I think I think obviously you've got Doom who is undeniably the most influential underground yeah. rapper of all time you've got Rock Marciano his influence is crazy but I think Earl's getting up there especially if, give it yeah. a couple more years I think Earl's influence will really start a show in the underground scene yeah yeah it's already there like if you think about like for example Mike is a uh, like the moment I heard Mike I was like okay yeah this guy sounds so much like Earl Sweatshirt you know like yes. with the way he's rapping his beats and that's not a bad thing I love Mike and his album this year is one of my favourites yeah but I guess, you can definitely see the influence I go see Mike in December. Can't wait. Oh yeah, I think I saw about that tweet, man. That's gonna be yeah. so sick. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like with Earl Sweatshirt, like you should never forget. Like, okay, yeah, Earl Sweatshirt is gonna be one of the most influential, but the whole influence really started with MF Doom. When you think about it, in a way, he's the foundation of the Earl Sweatshirt uh, influence because you can, like, even when you look at his older work, you can see the influence of MF Doom in his work, and that like influence translated to other rappers that we hear right now like mike for example so even if it, like earl sweatshirt ended up being one of the most influential that like a lot of the credit should also go back to mf doom you know exactly the, the whole underground scene without mf doom would be completely different if you if you remove mf doom if you remove mad villainy if you remove food it's it's just whole different landscape half of the rappers in the underground scene would not exist even in yeah. the mainstream even if you look at like tyler the creator without mf doom what is he even the same you know what yeah. i mean 
yeah i get you man and it's true like people like always talk about like these people that only listen to mainstream rappers when they shit on mf doom like they really forget that mf doom also is probably inspired your main like your favorite mainstream rapper like drake you know he's he said it multiple times that he is inspired by mf doom tyler the creator like you mentioned obviously like and i can even see tyler being more influential in the future and that again you can, I'm gonna have to give credit to Doom for that like not obviously I didn't influence everything to, like Tyler related but he is an inspiration to Tyler at the end of the day and his music might not sound exactly the same as it is today if it weren't MF Doom you know exactly yeah yeah MF Doom is just uh, he's always gonna be the underground goat like like no matter who comes after like no matter how much they influence like and like he, he's always gonna be the foundation to almost every underground rapper because like the underground scene would not look anything like this right now if it wasn't MF Doom like you mentioned, and exactly. that's why MF Doom will always be a legend, man. Do you uh, know like, what? I, do you know what I've been thinking about recently? Um, I don't think any other underground album even comes like there's obviously great underground albums like we mentioned like Fly God and Reloaded. Like albums like that, like really, really great underground albums. I still yeah. don't think there's an album that is even close to Mad Villainy. I just I, like it's in a whole different space. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you already know me, you know by now <laughs> that Mad Villainy is probably my favorite hip hop album. So when you say that, you, you just know I'm gonna have to agree with you. Like. <laughs> It's just so like even not just underground. Even if when you look at like I think Mad Villainy can compete with any hip hop album. Like yeah. any hip hop album you can think of, it can probably compete with it. It's one of the best produced albums. Mad Doom's like rapping is top tier and one of the best like rapping performances on any album. The production like you just, like there's so much aspects of that the album that can actually let it compete with almost every single other rapper like any other um, hip hop album. You know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like looking at the underground scene, there's a lot of great albums. And I was actually going to transition to this point. I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, what do you think are some classic underground albums? Like other than MF Doom's albums, what do you think are some like undeniable underground classics? So I- I'll name a few off top of my head. I'll go okay. Monkey Bars by Sean okay. P. Yeah. Below the Heavens by Blue. Okay. At this point, could you consider the ex the ecstatic by Most F an underground album? I'm not sure actually. I mean, it kind of wait. I mean, it did drop on streaming. Like when it first was released, it wasn't streaming for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. That's kind of a tricky question because like I think both answers work well. But is most definitely is he even considered an underground rapper? Like, I mean, I don't think he's a mainstream rapper, but I don't think he's also underground. Like, it's kind of a weird situation he's in. I've spoken to a lot of old heads on Twitter, and they say in uh, during that time when, like, back on both sides, during that time, most F was an underground rapper, and they still consider him an underground rapper to this day. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to base it only on... Mon- I don't even know how many monthly listeners he has. But I don't know if I consider, like, for example, Blackstar Underground album. Because I feel like that album is 
kind of well known in the hip hop scene, you know? Yeah, especially in the hip hop scene, it's well known. But I feel like the ecstatic maybe has a case for being an underground album. Yeah, I can kind of see it being an underground album. Yeah. Uh, name some more. I'll go uh, The Easy Truth by Sky Zoo and Apollo Brown. I okay. think is a classic. Internal Affairs by Monk. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, and you probably expected it, Manger on McNichols by Baldy James. <laughs> I should not see that coming. I honestly forgot about that. It's a classic. It'll be a classic for years to come. Trust okay, me. So, okay, so you already think it's... Okay, I honestly did not expect you to say that, you know? I really did not see that coming. I honestly forgot about that album. I mean, I was expecting you to mention Baldy or that album at some point. But I, I didn't think it was gonna be now. It's it's a classic. Trust me. Give it give it five years. People will look back on their album the same way they do Fly God. Okay, maybe that's a bit of a stretch here. Come on, man. No, trust me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Like a few years from now, I'm gonna message you, and I'm gonna be like, if it's not a classic, I'm gonna be like, you were wrong. I told you. <laughs> you was it was a stretch, man. I'll stick by it. I mean, yeah, I already saw your agenda, man. I do think you're going to stick by it for a real long time. And even if it's not a classic, you're going to still call it a classic. Exactly. <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, there's a... Uh, um, I, actually, the, all your picks were kind of different than what I expected you to say. Or maybe they're different than what I would have said. Because like the, when I say, when I hear, like, underground classic, the first album I think about is Rock Marciano's debut. Because yeah, I feel like... Yes. That is an undeniable underground classic. Like, the, its influence alone puts it in that, you know, that a category of underground classics. Yeah, well, in that case, honestly, Rock Marciano's got two classics, doesn't he? He's got his debut and Reloaded. They're both our classics, undeniably. Yeah, I, don't, I like, I can see an argument like that Reloaded might not be a classic or people maybe not consider it a classic, but you can't, un- like, his debut was definitely a classic like it's objectively true i don't even care oh you yeah know? the influence on that album is crazy yeah that, that influence alone puts it in like the classic category like you just can't you just can't say it's not because it is like you can't deny like all the like the influence he had like another album i think about i think you might expect this is i don't kill the samurai i do think it's a classic <laughs> like i don't care if it influenced it's just so good man it's it's aged like fine wine and it's just amazing album amazing i'd agree with you what would you here's a question what would you say is the most recent underground classic i'll take away manger i, I won't mention that what would you say is the most recent underground classic Okay, I was gonna ask something similar, and I honestly have no clue. Okay, actually, I'm not sure if I consider a classic already, but I do think that Jim Crow the Musical has a case for being yes. a future classic for sure. I think it does. Maybe not in terms of influence, but I think in years to come, people will look at that album as a classic. And the same goes for, I'm not sure whether you've heard this album, um, Marvy, Let the Sun Talk, I think. Oh, yeah. That came yeah, out in yeah, 2019 as well. I think that in years come will be looked at as a classic. Definitely. Uh, I love that the Sun Talk was for at some point my favorite album from 2019, man. It's amazing. And definitely see that as a future classic. Now that I think about it, I kind of see two albums 
being also like the like classics as well first one being hiding places and haram because i feel like those two yeah can i can definitely see them being future classics i think i think hiding places definitely has a case haram i'm not sure about haram i feel like maybe maybe it'll grow on me in years to come i loved it when it first came out but it's starting to grow off me a little bit okay i don't know i still love it to this day man it's just so good maybe like i feel like they they have a lot of albums like especially uh, as a group work that can be sort of classic yeah yeah like, Billy, billy's crazy yeah yeah billy is amazing uh would you consider uh history will absolve me a classic Ooh, i feel like it's his best album um okay but i feel like hiding places has more of a classic I feel like hiding places will be more likely looked at as a classic than history will absolve me. Okay, I kind of see it the other way around, but I do prefer uh, hiding places. But I kind of see it uh, history will absolve me looked as more of a classic than hiding places, because I hmm. feel like most people like when they mention uh, Billy Woods, like the underground heads mostly always like say, "Oh, that's his best album," you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's it's. I think people consider that more of a classic than Hiding Places, especially since it came out way before Hiding Places. You know, it's had more time like to be considered a classic. Yeah, yeah. Another album that I just thought about was also Descendants of Cain. I think that has a like, it could be a future classic at some point. Now that you've said it, I think I think that will be. Like I said, in years to come, that will be looked at as a classic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, can you think of any other albums from last year, like underground scene, that you could see being a classic at some point? From last year? Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> The Price of Tea in China. Okay. Reasonable Drought. Oh, yeah, yeah, Reasonable I didn't even think about that. That definitely has a case. Um... I'm not going to say it's a classic, but Shane Noir's As God Intended was yeah. one of the best of 2020, but I'm not sure whether it'll be looked at as a classic. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say it's going to be a classic, but it definitely, I think it's going to age well with time. Like, we're just going to look back at it and be like, oh God, she was spitting, you know? Yeah. And the production on it, obviously, Apollo Brown is top tier, you know? Yeah, Apollo Brown's got one of the best catalogues in hip hop, man. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, actually talking about producers, I think Alchemist probably. You know, like I know that sounds probably ridiculous. Some people when I if I when I say like Alchemist probably has one of the most underrated catalogs in hip hop. It's not because like his he doesn't get recognition, but when you look at the amount of albums he has compared to talked about, it's just crazy. Like I can like he has so many projects and like maybe ten of them get mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I've talked about this before on Twitter. I, th- I think Alchemist is cemented in the top 10. People forget Alchemist has been going since early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. Al- Alchemist has been around forever, but his. I think you can make a case for Alchemist having the best discography of the 2010s easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely. Ha- he definitely has a case, man. Like, I know, it's, again, it sounds probably ridiculous to a lot of people. And I used to think that was like when. Um, I forgot his name. Push, 
was pushing yeah. his like <laughs> agenda like i was like okay man you're kind of overrating him a bit you know but when i started going through his albums i can see where he's coming from because the man has so many albums that people no no one ever talks about you know he has like he's he's didn't even stop he's still going like he's still dropping every year and he's collabing with almost everyone in the game except for Earl Sweatshirt but we're not getting into that <laughs> well he has collabed with Earl Sweatshirt it's just on YouTube somewhere yeah I kind of <laughs> don't buy that to be honest I, I think he's capping man that's gonna be a long man hunt yeah it's, it's definitely coming out but anyways uh, I think I don't know I think I heard you say that uh, Alchemist is top 10 producers and I definitely agree with that if you didn't then I'm saying it right now I do think Alchemist is a top 10 producers because I remember at some point I I literally tweeted on Twitter asking do you, by the time you th- when it's all over like oh, I can't talk when it's all said and done do you think Alchemist is going to be a top 10 producer and I at the time I didn't think he was top 10 yet I was like around top 15 but after going through more of his catalog I'm like okay yeah he's definitely top 10 like you can't just deny that it's, it's facts yeah he's got he's got so many great projects and he just knows how to work with artists like like if, even if you look at the range of artists he's worked with he's worked with pretty much everyone in the industry yeah yeah, yeah that's definitely true except for all sweatshirt <laughs> I still need that album man I'm still so fucking salty I need it at least next week we'll hear L over an alchemist beat again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Matt, if you can, like, I literally put all the features he has with alchemist, and you can literally make a whole fucking album from it. <laughs> like, just drop the album already, man. Like, I know they have so many unreleased tracks together. Like, that's, like, we already know that. Just drop it. Just one, but like, how does alchemist work with every single person in the industry except for Earl Sweatshirt <laughs> and Brock Marciano? Like, I need, like, I need the album from both of them. Like, I know they exist. I know they're there somewhere. I just need them to upload them to Spotify. (laughs) Like, that's all I need. Well, um, obviously, a few weeks ago now, it obviously came out that there's an L sweatshirt Vince Staples Alchemist collab. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Do you think he's going to drop it, though? Maybe next year. I feel like it will release eventually. Yeah, I do have a feeling. Like, he is just doing anything just to avoid, uh, <laughs> like, a collab with Earl Sweatshirt. Like, he just wants to do anything, but not but not, but not, not drop the album with Earl Sweatshirt. He's trying to avoid it so hard, but, like, come on, man. Like, you can't just keep playing with us <laughs> like this. Like, that, they have such a good chemistry, man. That, that has a potential to be, like, one of the best albums of the decade easily. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I can e- definitely even see it being Earl Sweatshirt's best album. I'd go that far. Yeah, over Alchemist Beats for a full album. Especially if yeah. it gets together like a good feature list. Yeah, like even without like maybe a feature or two, three, I don't like I can see it definitely being amazing, you know. Like yeah. I don't think he needs many features, but even if he does get features, I don't think that's gonna be a bad thing at all. Yeah, I'd love to see Vince Staples, Domo Genesis, people like that. I'd love to see those features. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so speaking of Alchemist, I have one more question for you. What are some albums you think people should be talking about more when it comes to Alchemist? Because, like, when I think of Alchemist now, like, the most popular projects, I think of Alfredo, maybe Present in China, because I feel like it does get talked about by, like, underground heads a lot, especially when mentioning last year. Uh, what else? I Like, there's a few albums that come to mind, but I feel like, like, his... 
most underappreciated projects are the ones that are his best work, you know? Yeah, uh, I feel like everyone should check out Free 360 Waves by Durag Dynasty. I've talked yes. about it a lot on Twitter. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Obviously, yeah. you've got you've got No Idols with Domo Genesis. Oh yeah. Yeah, and my personal favorite alchemist album which is under his name is russian roulette it's a perfect okay. album from front to back okay i was actually expecting you to say direct dynasty is your favorite album yeah 360 ways by direct dynasty is just it's wow i mean yeah okay i didn't expect that answer to be honest i think it's a great album but i think i do have a few more alchemist albums above there's an album i forgot what it's called i think it was called steps something steppington or something like that i think you know what i'm talking about with evidence yeah yeah that album yeah is amazing i love it and like specifically there's a song with uh, rock marciano on the yeah sounds so good man even um you've even got covert coop with currency as well he's got so many good albums Oh yeah, he has a ton of classics. At some point, I was going through his discography, and it's just like every day, like 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 I'm like surprised. Like, how do people not mention these albums when talking about Alchemist? You know, he just has so many great albums under his name. Exactly, he's he's the perfect collaborator. Yeah, yeah, and not only that, but he also has a lot of great instrumental albums as well. Exactly, yeah, like Israeli Salad is perfect. Yeah, yeah, I think Israeli Salad is top three for me when it comes to Alchemist projects yeah it's so good yeah and he also has his EPs as well which are also amazing like Bread and The Thing of Ours are insanely yeah, good man they're amazing yeah yeah he knows how to like pick like great beats and like he knows who to put on these beats you know the one thing I'm kind of still pissed at from Alchemist is I don't know do you remember that snippet that he played once with MF Doom on it I don't remember that actually Okay, so I think last year he was on live stream and he was playing a song with MF Doom. And everyone thought it was going to be on. Um, I think that there was a food album, I think he, an EP he released last year. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, or, I think I remember it, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Wait, let me check on Spotify what it was. And I think uh, yeah, it's called The Food Villain. So everyone thought it was going to be a collab album with MF Doom. Oh, at yeah. The time. So people thought that snippet was from the album, and I was really looking forward to this. I was like, "Okay, shit, we're getting an MF Doom Alchemist collab." Like that's—I never thought about it, but I want it, you know. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, and it turned out that was not the case, and I don't think it's—it got released. And I'm just so pissed. Like I want to know <laughs> where where the song is, you know? I like every time he releases a new album. I expect an MF Doom feature like that Doom song is gonna be there, but every time I'm just disappointed, man. Sure, sure. Here's a quick thing. Do you know Elzai? Yeah, of course I know Elzai. I feel like I want Elzai to do a full producer collab album. I feel like that would be amazing. I'm not sure who with, but that would be something I'm really interested in. Actually, I've never thought about that. You know. I've never thought of I look I love Elzai, but I've never thought about him collabing with other producers. Okay, so if you can pick a producer that he could work with, who do you think he'll work with best? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. Uh, now I gotta think about it. I kind of want to see him work with Ninth Wonder. 
Oh, with the samples, yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. It would go so hard, man. But who would you pick? Like, I'm kind of curious to know. Say, I was gonna say Nicholas Craven, but I just love Nicholas Craven that much. But I honestly, I think Knife Wonder is probably the best option. A full album produced by him, that'd be amazing. Well, yeah, that would be insane, man. Like, it would could definitely again be one probably his best. Like, it could be a contender for his best album. Like, I can definitely see that if he brings his A game, which he always does. Yeah, with insane production, like. Yeah, I mean, his production is great. Like, don't get me wrong, but I wonder will take that to a whole new level when it comes to production. Exactly. Yeah. So one last album I want to talk about is a Flea Lord album supposed to be coming by the end of the month. It's produced by, Sto- by uh, Rock Marciano. Yeah, What are your expectations about that? Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Flea Lord. I think he, he's good at what he does. But may, you never know, maybe Marcy production will take him to a whole new level. But I just hope it's good. That's all I'm hoping for, just a good album. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm not expecting much, but I do think the production is obviously going to be top tier. Because, yeah. again, I'm not also not a biggest fan of Lord, but I do respect his work ethic. Like, the man dropped fucking 12 albums last year. Man. That is crazy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> a fucking album every month, dude. That is just nuts. Yeah, it never stops. Yeah, but I'm not really like I don't have high expectations. But the fact that like Rock Marciano has an album, like he has production on, like he was working with like Flea Lord, Stove God, and another rapper I forgot his name. Uh, it was announced a while ago. I don't know if you saw. Hold on, I think he worked. Wait, hold on. Let me check who the guy is. Uh, how did I forget his name, man? Did you see it or? Did you not? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, yeah hold on. Uh, with Smoke Dizza, I just remember. I don't oh, remember yeah, yeah. The fact that he has all these albums and he might have an album with Alchemist right now just doesn't know, sit right with me. <laughs> just no. Like if Rock Marciano drops all these albums this year, I think he can take. Rome Street spot as the MVP of this year. Um, they they all have to be at a crazy high level. I mean, look, even if the Flea Lord and the Smoke Dizza albums weren't as good, like as you'd expect them, like I think think Smoke Dizza would do great on Rock Marciano because I think that would be great. Yeah. But the fact that he has a he might have a collab with Alchemist and an album with Stove God just. You know, I think that's gonna elevate him a lot when it yeah, comes yeah. to this year's MVPs. Like, well, especially if his album with Alchemist is as good as Reloaded, for example, which I think is a bit of a stretch. But yeah, let's just yeah. say it is. That 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 that's gonna be tough, like, to compete with. But you've got to think, Rome Street has still got a collab album with Ransom coming. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh shit! I didn't even. I literally forgot about that. And if that drops this year, that I don't Man. think anyone even comes close. Oh yeah, yeah. That, if that drops, if yeah, I can definitely see that, man. That is gonna be insane. We're also talking about collabs. We're also getting hopefully by next year, Rock Marciano on the Car album, because I think it was teased at some yeah. point. 
yeah i think his manager or something they said uh, like it's not coming not now at least or something like that yeah well car said he's dropping an album obviously this august and he said he's dropping another album next year so it could be that one yeah it def- could be could be i don't know man i'm really excited to be honest uh i think the underground has been kind of quiet this year obviously not rome streets though but overall it's kind of been like more quiet than last year but i think by the end of the year it's gonna like we're gonna get more releases like we got the griselda releases the car the album the stove god cook the rock marciano albums you know yeah, i think it's gonna be better yeah like better uh, at the end of the year but it's definitely picking up even now this august we're getting car west side gun um baldy james yeah, so it's already yeah, yeah i up. think it's yeah, yeah, it's definitely picking up momentum. Uh, I think by the end of the year, we're going to have great, some great albums. I really hope we can see Tana Talk 4 this year, but I I'm starting to kind of doubt that it is going to come this year. Yeah, I feel like Benny will take his time on it, delay it till next year. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind that, honestly. I think that, that might be for the greater good. Yeah, well, he's already going on tour, so I'm guessing... He's not going to drop an album during his tour, so I'm guessing it'll, yeah, pretty early next year, I'm guessing. Yeah, especially if it's a double album. Just a quick thought that I, like, what if he, uh, what if he makes that, like, if it's a double album, what if he, the first half being, like, Alchemist, like, dark beats, like, Griselda-type beats that everyone wants, and the second half be, like, hit boy beats? I mean, I, I'd be happy with that, to be honest, because I feel like Benny, Benny is... He's definitely the most accessible Griselda member, and I think Ben of Proof showed that. I think his sound, yeah. his delivery is just easily the most accessible and the most likely to go mainstream. So yeah. I feel like I feel like Benny at this point in his career sort of has to go on these more mainstream type beats to elevate his career. Yeah, um, so I w- I wouldn't be mad at it. I I enjoyed Burden of Proof. I don't think it's as good as some of his other work, but I, I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Like whenever someone asks me to start with Griselda, I'm like, listen to Burden of Proof. That's probably the easiest to, yeah. to get into. Yeah, so I think uh, that's enough. <laughs> I think we talked a lot about Underground, way more than I expected. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think we should probably wrap the episode right here. Uh, okay, so before we end, uh, how about you plug your socials? Well, on Twitter, it's just by underscore Dobson, and my YouTube channel will be starting soon, and that is just by space Dobson. Thank you for the channel art. It means a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I, was, I was obviously happy making that. Uh, I haven't been making shit for a really long time. I just got inspiration, you know? So that was really good. And it's just like the inspiration kept going. And now I'm working on other stuff. But I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for being on the episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, this is where we wrap up today's episode. Uh, and I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Bye.